Hey, y'all. This is the BVI Empowered Podcast, highlighting those in the BVI community that have made a positive impact. I am your host, Saida Victoria. And I'm your host, Jay Flicks. Whether it's professional or personal, we will sit down and share their stories with you. And I promise you, you will be amazed and inspired. Welcome to BVI Empowered. I am your host, Saida Victoria. And I'm your host, Joe Flicks. Tonight, we have a good man sitting down with us, an entrepreneur, an author, motivational speaker, life coach, also an athlete, my man, L. Darnell Williams. What's going on, my man? Thank you for sitting down with us tonight. Hey, L. Darnell. Thank you very much. I appreciate being here. I, I, I thank you guys for allowing me to be on your stage. Real, real. Thank you for being here. Jack of all trades. You do some of everything, don't you? I'm like, my goodness. Hey, that's, a, that's a positive, <laughs> powerful man right there, man. Beautiful man, man. I'm telling you. Yes, I love it. Thank you. Yes, I accept the inspiration is already here just in that little intro. So, right. But before we do get deeper into it, though, Elder Nell, can you kind of just give us a little history or background about your vision loss and what is your, you know, your actual sight or no sight and the cause of it? Okay, it's back in the day when I was a youngster, I had a chance to see pretty much everything, you know, and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, from the trees to colors and all that. And that's all so beneficial in going through life because it set me up to really have a chance to run and jump and have mm -hmm. fun. But by the time I became 10 years old, all of a sudden, now there was, a, I got to let you know, there was a gradual deterioration of vision. Mm. When I was 10 in the month of April, everything just shut down, total darkness. Wow. Wow. And it was caused by a affliction called RLF or retrolentofibroplasia, basically because I was only three pounds when I was born. And of course, they keep back in those days, they kept you in the hospital and kept you in an incubator. Right. I yeah. Think what caused the vision loss for me was I was in the incubator an unsurmountable amount of time. Mm -hmm. And over the years, my vision was deteriorating, but I really never recognized that it was deteriorating until it was totally gone because. Mm. You know, as a kid, you don't know. You don't notice. Yeah. You don't pay attention to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not aware of these things. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what you're supposed to see or not see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So since you were 10. Yeah. But once you became 10 and lost everything, you knew. Then you know. Yeah. You, you know. <laughs> you Man. Know. Wow. What a what an incredible way. So um, for our, for our listeners, let's get, let's get a little background history on, on you, my man. Tell, you, tell them where you're from, where you started from, how you grew up. Well, I've been in living in Chicago my whole life. And really, to be honest with you, life had, in my early years, was really a struggle. Uh, mm. And mm. it's 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 really a crazy story. A lot of times I don't go too deep into it. But I got to say, my family, I don't know, I believe they despised me for whatever reason, because whatever I tried, especially after I lost my sight, it was kind of like, hey, you need to settle in. You ain't going to be able to do much. They were trying As to that sell blind guy that, yeah. Yeah, sell be blind. Really good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you think, Elder, do you think that has to do with the t the day and the time, the, the era maybe? Because 
can't, you know, they didn't really expect much from blind people back in, you know, back yeah, they then. They didn't know too much about blind people right. in that, they didn't in that really era. Know. So. You think that could have had anything to do with it? It may have. I really mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to know. All I knew yeah. is once I lost my sight, something inside of me said, hey, you got to just hang tough and learn. Mm -hmm. But you got to mm -hmm. remember, I, I knew how to run and jump and all that, and I didn't want to put that to a standstill. Yeah. Right. You know, but I couldn't, wow. I was so limited because I couldn't see nothing. So then were you in school with, um, you know, did you go to a special school or did you change schools? How did you grow up with that? Okay, what happened was in my, while I was, my site was deteriorating, I happened to be at a school where they had a resource room. Back in those mm -hmm. days, they had a resource room where you would go to as a blind person, where other vision impaired peers were there. You had a mm -hmm. teacher who was, really trained on braille and typing mm. and things of those nature. And they also allowed us to filter out into the regular classrooms. Oh, nice. Throughout mm -hmm. the day. So you would go to the other classrooms, get your homework assignment, come back to the resource room and do them. What I did enjoy about our schooling is I believe it totally prepared me for the upcoming life that I was going to have because you guys may not be familiar with it, but we used to write on things called typewriters. Mm -hmm. You had to be typed <laughs> and you had to go back and correct it if you made a mistake. And yeah. yeah, the little ding. Yeah, yeah. yeah the dings. <laughs> if you're familiar with that, you'll know that it totally prepared us for the world of computers. Mm -hmm. That was coming. That and that's yeah. a great gift in the sense that Wow, to, to not get left behind in that area, even though there are some people that are my age that have really gotten left behind because they didn't keep up with it. But if you really want to do something, you, you'll work with the tools that you need to have. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what helped me. So then you continued your education after that and just kept going as well, right? After I lost my sight, I knew education was paramount. Since my home situation was so negative, I used school as a safe haven mm. where I could go, you know, uh, be with friends and really just, you know, uh, be able to be free, yeah. right. do stuff and not worry if uh, some negative was going to be said. Right. Yeah. 10 years old with that type of strength, that type of awareness, man, that's. That's that's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. So what would you say like was that like one of your overcoming challenging? Like you just you like you said, once you became blind, you just you knew something until you told you you had to go, you had to go get it. Well, I, like I said, I took school so seriously. You know, so I went to grammar school and then of course high school came up. And again, like I said, one of my biggest uh contributors to the negativity really was my mom, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. so, you know, once I got out of grammar school, went to high school, she put me in this high school that was an all-boys school, and there was nobody blind at the school but me. Mm -hmm. So I went to Leo High School. It was a parochial school. And I kind of struggled a little bit because I was the only totally blind. Yeah, you felt like yeah, an outcast. Nothing to relate right? to that. Yeah. And then I had an itinerant teacher that would come, what, every 14 days? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, that wow. had to been rough. And coming from an environment where I had a resource room yeah. and all yeah. my 
friends he was and socializing whatnot. exactly mm-hmm. but again god stepped in mm. and mm-hmm. said you know what why don't you join a wrestling team and then you could get some friends and whatnot and i joined the wrestling team at leo oh wow and and had some success there and started to build relationships and friends and then my second year after i completed my second year at leo i guess the wrestling was getting too good for me so my mom <laughs> sent me to this school called Bowen High School. Wow. And they didn't have a wrestling team. Oh, man. So <laughs> off of that. So here, easy come, easy go, right? Yeah. Another hurdle to jump, huh? I, I just, you know, what I did, what it made me do was take my my studies, like, extremely important. I, I started, because again, mm. by going to Bowen, what it did add back was the resource room. Mm-hmm. The channeling back in the classes. See, so on some level, it was a great move. Granted, it took some I like away wrestling, but right. again, that made me strong as a person. But then having all those tools given back to me really prepared me to go to college because mm-hmm. I got stronger. I was typing, braille, knew all that, and just continued to grow. And of course, you know, your goal is to graduate. Uh, exactly. Right. Yeah. Once I got yeah. out of high school, I, I knew I wanted to go away to college. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get up out of here, right? What go did you yourself. What did you major in? in okay, college? I went to I went to Northern Illinois University. You know the Huskies and nice. I studied uh, in the area. You know, you do your social studies in the first uh, two years, right? right. Yeah. I, I think a lot of my growth was because I had learned about faith from my father early on. And that's really a part I missed, but my father, he taught me about God and faith, but then him and my mom got divorced when I was nine. Mm. But Mm. I had already Mm -hmm. bought into that concept because what it taught me was I have an ally with me at all times, no matter what anybody says. Mm -hmm. And I use that ally to combat the negative situations I was going through. Right. So yes. then when I got to Northern, I, you know, started out, They what they do is they try to get you to stay four and a half years. So they tell you, mm. take 12 hours. And then, of course, that's going to leave you short if you yeah. do that every mm-hmm. semester. But again, I think God gave me the wherewithal and said, hey, man, why don't you take a couple of classes in summer school after my first year? I went to a junior college. It was relatively easy. I was in Chicago, went to the junior college, took two classes and it turned out that when I went back to second year, in order to apply for the College of Business, you had to have 30 hours. And a lot of my friends had 27. But again, by the grace of God, mm-hmm. taking them six, mm-hmm. I had 33 hours. So I was able wow. to get up the track, right. you know. And uh, I picked finance. Mm-hmm. I picked finance. Mm-hmm. There was something in my mind that told me, you know what? I don't know what you're going to wind up doing, but most people's decisions, all the decisions people are going to make in their life on some level comes back to finances. You know, can I afford to do this? Can I, you know, and I knew that in the back of my mind and that allowed me to forge ahead. And plus finance has a lot of areas of study that you could pick from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you find that difficult? Like, so for me, math, math is just because I when I hear finance, I think math. And as a blind person, I just it seems like it's so visual. Did you find that difficult? Just the the math part of it with the with the vision impairment. 
No, not really, because I don't know. I, I kind of liked math. I wasn't good at it at first. Right. Because yeah. I took this uh, club test before I was going into uh, Northern. And, mm -hmm. and on the math part, I didn't do good at all. Mm. But I chose finance because of the different areas. There was insurance, real estate, uh, long-term investments, short-term investments. No. And I did have one of my teachers who used to always come in to the classroom. He was in a uh, long-term capital budgeting. And he used to come into our room and he would say, what is the best team in business? He did it every day. And we would <laughs> say finance. And the reason yeah. he said that was because accountants can come up with 10 different answers, but the finance person has to come up with the right answer. The yes, right the right yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. So after that, and that and that's that's so funny because um it just finance in itself that, that can take you to so many different places. But before so we move on, I just want to make sure that our listeners know that you did this, your schooling, all your schooling, all of this was done totally blind, right? Yeah. Um, and um, using, I'm sure you had various devices and technologies and rail machines, right? Look like at them, all of them. Yeah, yeah. And they got me made it. Yeah. And right. his motivation, his his own yeah. motivation. Right. I just mm -hmm. want to make sure. I wanted to point that out because that's. And, 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 and I think another thing, yeah, that propelled me though too is, is when I got to Northern, I was able to wrestle again. Well, so, yeah, that athlete, so. that athlete that is, in you man, came so out, right? It is. Yes. So it's like God gave me a lot of my gifts back all at once, you know, when I yes. was able to get away yes. from the you know, negative environment. So deserving right. of it, man. That's right. that's that's an awesome thing that you you went, you 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 know, you stayed, per persevered through, and you made it happen. So right. we went from the the school. You you went through college. You got wrestling back. What, what was the step after that? Yes. Where did that take you? I graduated from college with a degree mm. in finance. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily on top of the world because I was still open minded to the fact that hey, companies aren't gonna clamor and run to hire the blind guy. Mm. That, that's mm -hmm. that would have been naive for me to come out like that. Plus, I like when I got back home. Mm -hmm. My mom was telling me, well, I don't know what you're going to be able to do. Da, da, dee, da, da, da. Oh, come on. So I immediately, <laughs> immediately, I think I got back home in May of 83. And by September, I had my own spot, man. That's what and I'm talking about. I had discovered that, you know, like I said, I told you, I, I didn't think companies were going to just clamor to me. So what I had discovered was if I studied the area of insurance, remember I was telling you about the finance degree? Right. Yeah. yeah. I studied mm -hmm. the area of life insurance, accident and health insurance, uh, mutual funds, variable annuities, and got those licenses, that then companies would beg for me to come to work for them mm -hmm. because they're yeah. looking for licenses. Right. So yeah. I got those licenses, and I worked in the insurance and investment industry for eight years. And it made my traveling strong because I had to go to people's houses and move around. So I got really wow. strong on traveling and being able to go anywhere at any time. And then and, and it made me discover that, you know what, I got more, I got half the people beat just because I can show up and they can't. And, That's uh, it. you know, so, you know, life was good for those eight years, for real. And I was on my own and it was just good times. Awesome. So why don't you tell us then, okay, so you did that. What about your 
your entrepreneurship. What? How did that come? How did that come about? Yeah. Okay, let's get on that now. began because. When I was younger, like 15, 16, I used to get together with some other visually impaired friends of mine and we would shoot basketball up against a tree and we would use a regular ball and we knew the yard really well. So we was able to track the ball. But I fell in love with the game of basketball. And maybe about six, eight years after I got out of Northern, I said, wow, you know what, man, I, w- I wish, and here's the whole idea of being able to put a thought in your mind and, and and, and keep feeding it and, and fueling the dream that makes a difference. I said, man, I wish I could shoot basketball when I want to, where I want to. And of course, God came to me and said, hey, why don't you go to Wilson Sporting Goods? They right over there at River Grove. I wrote Wilson a letter and asked them, could they make a basketball with bells in it? And they said, they, they were nice about it, sent me a letter back saying, no, the ball goes through two heating processes and it's just not gonna mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they broke it down to you. Yeah, they they did. They said, "Hey, this is why it's not gonna work." They had a why, but hey. I had a bigger why. Yeah. I want to shoot basketball. Right? Yeah, I went to Wilson myself, and I had this punching balloon. You know, one of the big punching balloons, and I had bells inside of it, and I blew them away because I didn't bring nobody with. Remember, I was telling you mm. about those traveling skills. Yes, I showed, showed up. up. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And it blew them away. They said, "What, man?" The guy was asking me. He said, "But well, where? Who drove you out here?" Because it was off the beaten path, you mm. know. And it was. It was like, how did you get here? You know, they're all driving. Right. Yeah, they scratched their head already. You <laughs> just showing up. <laughs> I showed up, and he goes, "You know what? You know, we're gonna give it a try." I really appreciate you coming out and everything. And the guy must have really meant it because by the time I got home, because it took a while to get home, man, the guy had called on my answer machine. That was back in the day when they had answer machines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he left a message. Hey, man, this is Ken Market over at Wilson Sporting because wanted to see if you made it home all right. Because the last time he saw me, I was walking to a bus stop. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so they bought into it. And you know what? They did it. They made the Bell basketball, and I had created a goal locator for the hoop. And then they had the wherewithal because that was the Michael Jordan days. They literally put the bells in the Michael Jordan Air Attack Bell basketball. And that drove me to create an organization called the Visually Impaired Athletic Association because mm. I didn't want to just help blind people play basketball because that was me. Right. That was itself. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I started marketing the Bell basketball package, but I also had a tremendous love for beat baseball. And God, again, he he let me have some great dreams. The Bell basketball literally took off. I got so much publicity from that. I was on nightly news with Tom Brokaw. Oh, oh man. Someone you should know here in Chicago. I mean, it, was just, it was just like a great, you know, but I think it was because it was the Bulls. And again, right. people are gonna draw to anything that's unique. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And that's it. It didn't hurt me that my shot fell. You know, the day that they had the three on three classic where they really brought us all out, man, mm. God, God was running the whole show. Because mm. he he let me hit my shot from so many different areas. And it was like, oh wow. People that- was like, wow. Oh, so you got to show up. Wow. I put on the show for Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, wow. and it was so funny though, because uh during that time I was married, 
And I remember there had this new sports radio station here in Chicago called The Score. Mm-hmm. So I say to my ex-wife, I say to her, oh, wow. You know, this is after the ball was created and I'm shooting around. I said, you know what? There was this gal named Mike North on The Score. And I said, you know what? This summer, I'm going to shoot basketball with Mike North from The Score. And she said, Larry, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because he, I guess she figured, oh, now he's really way out there. But you know what? Yeah, you're you living your dreams too high. I, yeah. You know what? I shot a game of horse with Mike North from the score in July that summer. That's what oh, I'm wow. talking about. Dreams ain't never too big, baby. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And, and, and I think it's all God. God was pushing. Yes. Yes, sir. Really making things happen. I mean, it's. Keeping it's, that face strong. And, and, and he did. You know, even with the Bell Bash, well, I sold quite a few, but I made an error. I made yeah. it because I put the money into B baseball. Yeah. And yeah. I built Think a that, team. Right. I took mm-hmm. the money. I built the team. But what I wanted to do, and of course, my goals, again, they always ridiculously big. I said, mm-hmm. man, in 95, I actually did take a B baseball team to the World Series in nice. Denver, Colorado. But mm-hmm. I had said to them that I would love it if. We could go down there and nobody would have nothing to worry about at all. So what we did is we said we got new, we got new uniforms and all this kind of thing. Everybody was all hyped up. And we go to the World Series. And again, God stepped through again because we didn't win a championship or whatever. But back then they had a champion, they had a consolation bracket. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is they treat that consolation team just as good as they treated the champion team because nice. you got the trophy, you, you got to stand there and get your picture taken and whatnot. And I think God let that happen because, I mean, we played on Saturday too. You see what I mean? Saturday morning before the real yeah. game. Yeah. So he did let us win a championship and I had a great tournament. You know, I was literally one hit away from being MVP on both sides of the ball. It's, it's nice again, that was all God, but you know what? Yeah. God knew. Man, you're getting ready to have it all ripped away from you. And mm-hmm. it did. There, there was people that sabotaged that team. Wow. And they they said, you know what? They got too big too soon. Because we flew people there. We housed them. We gave everybody mm-hmm. a $50 stipend. Because I told them mm-hmm. I don't want them to be thinking about worrying about whether they, where they go sleep at or anything like that. Just mm-hmm. going there to play ball. Man, you had all a real deal organization. Yeah. Do you still play beat baseball today? Oh yeah, I do. You I'll do play with still the, play the Tyler Tigers. Yeah. Oh wow! So uh, you have a long, a long career. I had long, baseball, long, right? healthy career though. Right. right. I've, yeah. I'm glad to say I've experienced this man on my team, and yeah, we played together. The the yeah. the, the motivation, the 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 gems he dropped on me, I developed me into one of the players I am. I, I really appreciate this man all all day. Oh man, thank you. So so okay, Al Darnell. So now we have that. We got your ethics. What about your coaching? Because I, I mean, I can hear it in your voice. The coaching is in you. I can hear the coaching is in you. I, I, that's naturally there. So why don't you tell us about that? Okay. Well, it stems from the beat baseball because mm. when I got sabotaged with the Vision mm-hmm. Impaired Athletic Association, I literally didn't play beat ball for three years. Mm. But mm-hmm. what God made me do 
And I do believe it's God. If you notice, I keep referencing God. Yeah, because he's my ally. Yes, sir. When I'm listening to the whole yeah, time, only you know, what everybody yeah. else is saying, he said, man, you just took a tremendous hit. You know, uh, they took the trophy. They gave it to this guy from Atlanta. Let him, because he said he was going to get some miniature trophy. Really, what it was, he wanted the team. And he, I guess he wound up putting together the Chicago Comets. The team was called mm -hmm. the VIA, Vision Impaired Athletic Association, Fast Star. Mm -hmm. That's how you could distinguish that team. But God told me at the time, hey, man, you took a big hit business-wise. There's something might be wrong with you. Go back and get your MBA. Mm. To Lake Forest and got my master's in business administration in 97. Mm -hmm. 90, no, 95, right after the beat baseball tournament. And I took that hit. I immediately went and got my master's because I figured there's got to mm. be something I missed. I right. fucked the ball. You know what I'm saying? Because you got blamed. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it get caught up into that whirlwind. Yeah. But no, I looked at myself. Look at self. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look at self. Mm -hmm. And that led me to a lot of different, uh, after I got that, I worked in the Chicago public schools as a substitute teacher for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then I worked as a facilitator for the Anti-Defamation League and just looking for something to do. And then I caught on to the whole idea of coaching. Mm -hmm. Really, because I realized that I could help some people really grow. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I focused on business development mainly. It created mm. a company called Magnet Ideas. Yeah, oh boy. And uh, I had, a, you know, success with that. And it was, it, again, it was truly exciting and everything, working with Magnet Ideas and whatnot and helping people. And in uh, 2013, I lost my biggest fan, which was my sister. Because mm. she really always was there for me, regardless of what everybody else was doing. Yeah. She even helped me fill out the financial aid paperwork to get me out of the household. Yeah. You know? Man, that, that was that one rock for you. Yes, sir. Yeah, so she was the biggest person, I mean, you know, human ally for me. Yeah. But she passed in 2013. And then again, again, my world was shook mm -hmm. because there was nobody else there uh, mm -hmm. that would be that thing that provided the motivation and encouragement. And I just went back and just totally relied on God. And he kept me in good health, uh, allowed me to do some things with Magnet Ideas to culminate to where I am now, where I really have evolved into, I wanted to help people in personal development. Yeah, you can help people go into business and do business things, but if they're not certain and sure of themselves, Man. they fail. They still Man. fail. So- yes. Decided, you know what? And again, God came to me and said, hey, why don't you help people in the area of awareness? Mm -hmm. If people were able to raise their awareness level and he allowed me to break it all down into modules and things of that nature to be able to share the knowledge of people. And I took the, the word of awareness and broke it down and you know, you just get quick synopsis of the modules. We have availability. You know, you talk to people about their availability, their willingness. Hmm. Their acceptance, that's where you take ownership of life. And in our program, that's where we plug in the business side. I think everybody should own a business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We talk to do the 40, 40, and 40. Yes, you sir. Know, 40 hours, 40 years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 40. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. That's that program. We just talk to do that. You know it. And that's, just, that's a scam. It is. Right. Yeah. Nah, the totally, best totally investment agree. you could make in your life is in yourself. Hmm. Absolutely. And building a business and develop that. But there's, like I said, I stopped on acceptance. Then you go into responsibility. 
You talk to people about controlling their emotions. When do you do anything? You do it now. Hmm. And then mm -hmm. the next E is energy. You got to approach everything with energy. And I like yeah. that part because that's a mechanism you can control. And then, of course, you make all those decisions. And you can apply this awareness to any program or problem or project you're working on. Make the decision. Hey, you know, my, ask my, my availability, my willingness, all of that. Then you bring it to your source. Again, you know who my source is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. man above. And then between you and your source, the images that he gives you is exactly what your success looks like. And right. uh, my success yeah. looks like I want to help one million people become life winners. And, 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 and that's culminated into my goal as to what I want to do. So I actually created another company called L. Darnell's Insights, LLC. Uh, because I felt that I could reach people by helping them to gain insight. And really the definition of insight is the capacity to have an intuitive and deep understanding of a person or thing. You Absolutely. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's insight. Yes, yes sir. You know, I yeah. love it. That is and, just- And so oh with this is, this, is this how the author also came about as well? Yes, exactly. tell us that, about that. And when I put together the awareness concept, I said, you know what? It's, 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 we still always have to think about, I'm still totally blind. Yeah. People right. still aren't going to necessarily just listen to me. I hear you. Right. you have to do something outstanding, like write a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what made me write the book, Life Changing Vision, because all I was going to try to do is put together, and I made it a, a short read on purpose because I wanted to hit people with like 10 quick chapters, but each chapter makes them have what I call a mind shift. In other mm. words, hey, I didn't never, I didn't ever think of that. Or I never looked at it that way. Or I'm gonna look at it that way from now on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, yeah. And yeah. I uh did that and it recently just came out. Here's what I'm gonna drop the I'm gonna drop the gem on you guys. Last week, Amazon ranked the book number one in uh, motivation. Beautiful. Uh, That's what I'm talking about. Esteem and uh, it was number one in short reads. And, oh you know, my goodness! So I'm a best-selling author, but the yes. beauty is how God's go continue to bless you. The book was picked up in Australia, Canada. Oh my god! Wow. I'm an international best-selling author. As Congratulations! Well, I feel your energy. I love yeah. that. Man. That is yes. beautiful. Oh my god! That oh my goodness! That is really beautiful, man. Yes, that is awesome. You know that. Uh, well, I was gonna say, what did you consider your biggest accomplishment? But you have but quite a few. I, don't yeah, you? <laughs> that, was, that was a drop right there. That yeah. was a good one. It oh just happened goodness. last week, and I'm, like I say, I've been excited bouncing off the walls ever since because yes, that becomes the gateway. And then, of course, you're gonna start seeing me on social media and everywhere, mm -hmm. just talking mm -hmm. it up and, and trying to draw people in to tell them that we can take them from where they are mm. if they want to win. Mm. Right. We can take them yeah. from where they are and elevate them to the point where they can own their own business, even with the business side. Yeah, I go through the personal development with the awareness process and what have you, and we introduce people to that aspect. But after they go get out of our course, we provide them with a credit, a business credit advisor for the next couple of years. 
uh, somebody they could pick up the phone and call and say, hey, did I do this right? Or did the, that? And they, you know, it's all online, it's guidelines and everything. Because I, I wanted people to be totally in a position where they knew, loved, and trusted themselves before going into business. That means their decision should be a lot more sound because they've bought into themselves already. Right. Yes. Well, I, I love it. You are just full of that inspiration, motivation. I, you know, I, I think that where you're going, I'm just happy that you are part of our community. I, you know, yay for totals, blind people. Hey, people I'm not blind. You know, yeah. people, right. People. Help are, blind man see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give us credit for much. And, and they, they, you know, a lot of society thinks we can't do anything. We can't achieve much. But, you know, you are living proof that we can be successful on many levels. So thank you Absolutely. for sharing we, we, that with us. If I might share one other tidbit with you. And that Absolutely. Is, after I wrote the book, again, God came to me and introduced me to the pineal gland. And essentially that is your third eye. It sits yeah. in the back of the middle mm -hmm. of your brain and it allows you, it, it sends off melatonin uh, and it really helps you and then I heard someone say, you know what? God gave us two eyes to look with, but only one to see. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the elements that the pineal gland provides to us is intuition, self-preservation, awareness. You can see where I got awareness from. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. gave me that already. I didn't even right. know yeah. part of that. Awareness, then transcendence, imagination, dreams, images and dreams clarity mm -hmm. and, and connection that's all mm -hmm. the things we gain from the pineal mm -hmm. and right. uh, just just having that knowledge i mean after that i think god was saying hey let me give you some other stuff to work with you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you can share and since i'm gonna be talking to mostly sighted people mm -hmm. it's something i could play on a different playing ground than them because the reason they don't have a high awareness level is they totally depend on what they're looking mm. at. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what people need to realize right there. Yep. That's that that point. Very valid. Yes. Yes. Well, Darnell, I just love your words. I'm telling you. Thank you so much. Every and time I hear him speak, it's like he, he's I know. always lifts my mind to another level, man. I used to I just enjoy listening to this man talk. Man. Oh, thank you very much, man. Well, like I was saying, I appreciate you guys allowing me to be on your stage and whatnot because that's Thank what you so much. You have been, uh, man, our listeners are going to be, this is a powerful um, interview and I'm definitely sure some people are really going to like, you know, benefit from this for sure. And we appreciate you even doing this for us, man. This was wonderful. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we all supposed to help each other out. And uh, again, I, I always go by, you know, the law of reciprocity. You should be willing to just go and do anything and God going to look out for you in whatever area he feel you need something. See, so mm -hmm. look, a lot of people go at stuff and say, well, you know what? I ain't going to do nothing unless they kick me down or something. That's, yeah. that's yeah. so shallow Yeah, because it doesn't take into account the overall picture. Exactly. So, And it's, and it's like just, just once you really just put that energy, like you was talking about earlier, put that good energy out, it, it is 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 it, it reverts back to you just yeah. naturally? You know exactly. what I mean. The energy you put out is what you get back. It's contagious. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, but man, this is this is great, man. Oh man, this this been beautiful, man. I, you know, with this journey, um, what I've enjoyed with this is the fact that we we got some feedback from you know some people that that's actually listened to a, a couple of people we interviewed, and it 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 inspired them to to you know to to reach to that next level that they were just sitting you know dormant on, and I was just like that's. That's what this is for. This is the show, like to build yeah. that awareness. Like we, we, we're capable, man. Like the society don't see that, but man, we got so many people out here, and just got to show these examples. You know what? I what kind of really throws me off, and and I, you know, it's, it's some of these agencies or not for profits, as opposed to them, really clearing up, they tend to perpetuate the problem that they're supposed to be clearing. Man, that point, yes. You know. Yes, indeed. And and I think of it is is I'm actually on the opposite side from them because I want to expound on people's skills, talents, and abilities, and I know I'm stepping on their toes because their job is to make people think that we need so much, and yeah. we got to have their agency, and that's how they get their money. That is by keeping us down. Yep. And if, and if they really was about the development of the, of this our community or whatever, they would at least make a few of these. Like, who makes an equipment? And then is is I mean, business understandable, but yo, these be some outstanding <laughs> expenses for for such that's supposed to develop the community. Like, okay, we can't even reach these materials. We can't even get to these tools. Exactly, and and then of course you have the agencies like a Department of Rehabilitation. They make you jump through so many hoops. And a lot of times they probably lead people to quitting because they couldn't get the equipment they needed in a timely manner. Right. Or the books I'm, or whatever they needed. Nope. nope. I don't I don't I done had a friend just on some personal level, was doing well, ran into a snack. You know, sometimes midterm, you know, you get you get overloaded, but right. was waiting for the agency to supply with some help when it came to some books, couldn't get them in time and fell further behind. We yep. got stressful, and then it just became a slippery slope, and can never catch back up. Absolutely, and and yeah, and and, and see, so to be able to get out and you know, I want to, I, I ultimately want to hire some 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 people that are totally blind because I think they could deliver the pineal gland message, the awareness message, right? Decided people so much better because those people would not be refuting anything that they say. Exactly. You know, exactly. they would automatically know, hey. He had to use his inner vision, you know, right. change of right. vision to make it. Because I'm sitting up here looking around, and I haven't done what they've done, you no. know. No, and see, then that's why we put these interviews out so we can, so when we go to our other conferences, and you know, we we play somebody as a show. Like, this is prime example. Someone they they might have struggled, but they they went through that journey. They they got up. You know, it, it's human nature to have emotions, but it's what you do with it. It's how you keep your faith. Is is how you hold your head. And you know, it's it's those points that we have to show. Exactly. And that's how we better our community. And that's how we build this awareness and we change this view of what we have now. Exactly. Yeah. So that's great work you guys do. I was, you know, I said, yeah, I'd rather, you know, go and and do that and at least everybody helping each other right because you never know who may hear something and you guys get the word out and you maybe trigger somebody to say you know what wow 
I've had this dream. Let me expound upon it and, and, and make it happen. It is it's a beautiful feeling, especially when it comes back to you. Like we we got a feedback just out of and this is what this is what I say. Like you said, God is good because the person didn't even know they was running into us. It just so happened we ended up in the same room and they said, Oh hey. Yeah, I listened to such and such off your, <laughs> off your, off your episode, and I invited them to go go speak at at at, at our, with our children. I was like, wow, wow, that's great. Just because you, you listen to our episode and you, like, man, that that just like that night. That's what it is. That's the feeling. Like you just, I love it, man. Yeah, and you probably got some teachers out here that would love to introduce their students or somebody to. To try to uplift them. Oh, yes. Well, we definitely have, you know, we're going to share you with our listeners, share your links, share everything, share. and uh, But you're not getting away that easily yet because. Oh, is that time? Yes, it's that time. Because, oh. You know, we like well, to have a little now, bit of fun. With, you know, a little bit of fun. Okay. Are you Are you down? For a game of fast money, and I know you done played Family Feud. Oh yeah, I played uh-huh. it on the network. Uh-huh. Got little, little so, quick five questions for you. See, you know, test little, quick, test fire. Knowledge. quick five questions. Give us the top, the whatever is at the top of your head. Okay, your mind, I, and I, I can't wait to hear this because you, uh-huh. your oh, mind. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be slightly time. We we put thirty seconds on the, on the clock, we, and this is doable. Okay, y'all got me nervous a little bit. Now. Okay. okay, so we know how to do this. Let's play this fast money. So okay, the time your your thirty seconds will start after I finish the first question. Okay. You have five questions. Just do as good as you can. Then we'll go over the answers. You ready? Okay. You ready? All right. Thirty seconds on the clock. Name a food that can be sold in a cart. At the park. Popcorn. Why do people take loans? To buy a car. Name an item mostly made of rubber. Gym shoe. Name something that scares adults even though it shouldn't. There sh- no. Uh, uh, <laughs> even though it shouldn't. Not knowing what to do. Name a presidential candidate in the U.S. that that did not win. Oh, man. <laughs> Linda B. Johnson. Time, uh, <laughs> oh, <no>. okay. <laughs> he said, oh, man. <laughs> Wait, didn't Lyndon B. Johnson win? Wasn't he a president? He didn't win. He, he got to win. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that was okay. a giveaway. That <laughs> hey, pulled it out of nowhere. Yeah, right. You pulled it out because I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I was clueless on that one. All right. So, name a food that can be sold in a cart at the park. And I didn't Popcorn. even think about that one. Hey, that was a good one. Okay, that was a good one. Because let me tell you what they have here. They got churros, ice cream, yeah, pretzels, soft drink. And water, but I I like popcorn. I think I'm gonna give you that I'm because I, that was popcorn. I couldn't think. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, yeah, that's I missed that. I mean, but when you you said I, I missed, you said in a cart at a park. Yeah. Yes, uh huh. But you know, popcorn was right. But you know what's funny? A hot dog isn't even on here, and I and you know you can the park is where you buy the little. Yeah, carts yeah I couldn't say a beer or anything, and it's not right. exactly right. so. <laughs> okay, why do people take loans? 
to buy a car. I like the way he said his accent came out. That was, and that, that was, was like, that is the number one answer. Yes, it buy is. Ding, ding. Yes, <laughs> yes. Purchase land was number two. Pay school fees, start a business, pay bills. And that wraps that yes. one up. Wow. Okay. Okay, name an item mostly made of rubber. I totally missed this one. It should have been a tire, but you you know what's funny? The number one answer is shoot rubber shoes. Rubber shoe. I was gonna yeah, I was <laughs> Are gonna, you serious? Yes. Yeah. So you did that one. I was like, I was gonna so, let you know that, but you, you made the yeah, code. I was like, I'm gonna let him hear that. I know because when because I was like, shoot, who the heck who says shoes? And it's so funny because you said shoes. And you that's said shoe. Shoe. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's mostly rubber. It yeah, is. so yep, that's what it said. Um, the next one was rubber band. Okay. Eraser. Tire was on there. And ball. Okay. okay. Yeah. I I probably would have yeah. the ball, but it would have been the last one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Name oh God tap me on the shoulder scares... say, say Jim Shoe, hell. <laughs> uh, uh, that, yeah. Name something that scares adults even though it shouldn't. And you said you said a couple of things, didn't I started you? To say First you said shadow. shadow. Yeah. You said shadow. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. I do like that. So this one is the dark. You scared of the dark? Uh, yeah. Dentist. Injection slash shots. Mm -hmm. Monsters. Ghosts. That was the last yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. And then this last, your last question was, name a presidential candidate that did not win. LBJ. And, okay. And it, yeah, he's not on there though because that was so far back. Man. Yeah, no. or current. But I, because I, no. I, I couldn't think, I couldn't think of any presidents. That's what my whole problem was. Wait a minute. I know, right? That's what my thing you was. Know. Okay, so this one has we had. Oh, Al Gore. Yeah, he lost. Ralph Nader. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. I remember. Yeah, that. I do that remember. Yeah, I, remember. I forgot about Bernie. Hillary yeah. Clinton. I remember yeah. Hillary. I should have knew her too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then the last one, and I remember that John McCain. John McCain. Right. See, this is uh, based on more mm -hmm. current. Recurrent, yeah. yeah. Right, I went yeah. way back in history. Hey, <laughs> but still, you did so, a wonderful job. Yeah. Oh, really, really thank you, guys. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Hey, before we let you get up out of here, though, what we like to do for our listeners, you know, we like to. Let them go out with a with a nice gym, good words of encouragement. So go on, go on, drop as you've been doing doing this whole interview. Right? But yeah. I know you got some more in you, baby. So go ahead, drop us another good gym on the, on the table before we roll oh, out. Oh, just just something for them to win with. Yes, yes. Sir. I I I really do believe that if people got to the point where they could know, love, and trust themselves in all their decisions. They could really never go wrong because they're believing in the person that they should believe in the most. They're mm -hmm. loving the person they should love the most, and they know more about the person that they should trust the most. Man. So awesome. people could know love and trust themselves, they will win in life. Beautifully said. Thank Beautifully you. Eldarnell, how can our listeners find you? Where can they find your your book? Where can they find you? And we will also attach some links as well. Actually, yes. I think I included some links, but um, they can find me on Amazon. The the print print book is coming out next week. Awesome. Uh, probably in about two weeks. I'm, I just got the cover today. 
Did what's I, the name of the book? I don't think we did you did you life say changing that? vision. Life changing vision. Life changing vision. Yep. That's we dropped right. that in the okay. interview. Yes. Yeah, life, life changing, changing vision. vision. Okay. It, it, it's a short, it's quick, and you know, it's it's, it's something yes. if people think because it's really focused on thinking from the inside out. And that's mm -hmm. where you start. Yeah. All right, go pick that book up, open your eyes. Buddy. Yes, pick it up. Oh, yeah. On social media. I'm on social media. They can reach me on Facebook. I'm, I'm still working on the website, uh, but uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, El Darnell. You have been a pleasure. It's been oh, wonderful. You, we appreciate you coming, and you're welcome back anytime. Y'all heard my man here, El Darnell Williams. It's BBI right. Howard, y'all. Until Thank next you. time, y'all. All right, Joe. Be blessed. We'll see you out there on the beatball field. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for your support. We hope you enjoyed the show. BVI Empowered is hosted by Saida Victoria and Jay Fleeks. And produced by our main man, Stephen C. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And follow us on social media. Until next time, y'all. Be blessed, y'all.